Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello. This is Michael Vandervoort on Drive Through HR, and it is uh, Friday, September 18th, so we're almost halfway through this month of shows that Robin and I are put doing that will lead up to our 1500th episode on October 1st. And we've asked friends of the show and friends of the HR profession to come in and join us uh, every day during the week for the last couple of weeks and share a snackable HR thought or leadership lesson or whatever uh, may work for them. Uh, I'm really pleased to say that that our guest today is Jerry Chrisman. Jerry is a, kind of the uh, one of the people who have been highly prevalent in, in the HR space, particularly in, particularly in ta- talent acquisition and, and the, the uh, employee experience. Jerry, welcome to Drive Through. I appreciate you being here. Um, I'll let you just jump right into your thought if that works for you. Good. It certainly does, Michael. And, and thank you for having me. Uh, 1,500 shows, that's <laughs> like an awful lot. So congratulations on that. So my my snackable moment, really, um, is is really getting up to bat as a candidate. Uh, we've got an awful lot of folks who are out of work, looking for work. Um, and I believe that there is one thing that's more important than all others. And that's not to say that a lot of other stuff is, is not important. But fundamentally, the, the significant difference between those who consistently get up to bat quickly and those who do not is whether or not individuals have obtained a referral on the company that they've targeted. And I've often said to folks uh, from a coaching point of view, don't ever apply to a company without first attempting to get um, a referral within the framework of that company. And let me explain a little bit. First, give you some data. Over a number of years, more than 20 years, I've collected data about the total number of referrals, the implication of how they translate into a final slate, and the extent to which they become uh, selected. And, and so I want you to imagine that you're looking at a job that you, ima- that you really would want. And that job you think you're ultimately, you know, the best competitive, you know, candidate for it. But I also want you to imagine that there are a hundred people applying, including yourself. And so now I want you to think about the fact that they're on the other side of the screen. Once you put in your application, there's a recruiter who's going to take a look at that hundred. And there's no way that that individual is going to be reading a hundred resumes. Just start from scratch on that. Mm. And I also want to ask you, how many of that hundred do you think were referred by internal employees? And the answer in the United States is four. Hmm. Now, obviously, an average, there's no such thing. But let's imagine for the moment that this is four. And, and I will tell you that half of those hundred are most likely going to be not qualified and and essentially uh, um, uh, handled by the recruiter literally within minutes. Of the remaining 50, and that means two (laughs) employee referrals, I can tell you that almost 100% of the time, 
the two referrals who are considered qualified will end up on the slate of five final candidates. And there will be three others. And I want you to think about that for a minute. Because if you have achieved the ability to get a referral, your chances literally are 20% that you will get up to bat. 40% if you're the if you really are a qualified candidate, know it, and can get that confirmed. And so the probabilities that would enhance your ability to get the job by getting up to bat more often um, are astronomical. And when you compare them to not having a referral, if you have a referral, between 10 and 20% of all jobs that you apply to with a referral will likely offer you a job. And without that referral, the chance is under 2%. And I got to tell you, which lottery would you like to be in? And that's, again, not to say that there's so many other issues that you have to address and deal with effectively in order to present yourself, engage yourself, and all of those kinds of things. But anybody should be able to get a referral. Now, one last thing on referrals. Every referral, employee referral in every company usually is a little bit different in terms of what is required. It may be that the employee has to put some information in, fill out a field somewhere. In other companies, it may simply be that you're identifying the name of the person uh, who referred you. And that person is checked by text, perhaps, to make sure that it's true. And that's about it. But you should think about that issue because you can find a person within any company where you may have worked in a, uh, with them in a previous company um, or they at least worked in a previous company that you also worked in, even though you didn't know them. That could be a referral as well. You could you could find somebody who graduated from the same college, even if it was years apart. Um, and all of that requires very little capability in terms of searching on LinkedIn to, to look at those kinds of things. Once you identify an individual who could be your referral, don't ask them for a job. Don't ask them to be a referral. Tell them that you've targeted their company as a potential employer for yourself and several of the characteristics that you find as valuable, you'd like to check with them as to whether they find that um, as part of their organization and can confirm that. You'll find most people will respond to that in a positive way, and then you ask them if they would be your employee referral and how that operates within their company. Um, it is a simple process. Do in almost every case, but I'm sure this is the most critical thing that you could possibly do uh, to enhance your ability to get up to bat for your next job. The next, the, the second thing that I would mention um, in the in the couple minutes that we have left is that a longer term approach should be, which should be done when you're not looking for a job, but can be done when you are, but takes several months, would be to identify a place where you could publish an article, maybe like ERE or 
SourceCon or, you know, HR, HR uh, Sherm or HR.com, almost any place out there that will accept a post from you and check with the editor of that organization and tell them that you want to interview top-notch professionals, people who could hire you, by the way, mm -hmm. uh, top-notch professionals, um, and create an article about some future aspect of how that organization, that, um, that specialty is, is uh, evolving. They're going to love the idea. It's a very easy one, uh, but also one very hard for many of those editors to do. Um, and then go do it. Go start, uh, you know, make a list of 25 of the top companies that you might like to work for and the heads of the function of uh, within those companies, contact them and ask them to interview them for 15 minutes about their perception about this function and where it might, what are the key issues that might uh, evolve uh, over the next six months to a year. Do the, do the interviews keep them snackable time frames like 15 minutes, um, write up the article, get it published, send it back to all of those folks that, that participated and have an e-coffee with them. And during the e-coffee, talk to them about your desire to improve your ability to get into companies to do this kind of function and any advice that they would give you. I can almost guarantee you that it would take you two to three months to get this done. And if you did do it, you would probably have a job within two to three months. And on that note, you know, um, I'm kind of out of, out of snackables. <laughs> okay. Well, Jerry, that was great. Um, we'll be able to post that up in just a few minutes. I want to thank you for coming on and, and joining us today. And uh, if you if you want, why don't you tell folks where they can find you if they want to get a little more uh, get in a little more direct contact with you? Sure. Um, obviously, I founded uh, Career Crossroads. This is our twenty fifth year. Career Crossroads is spelled with an X in the middle, so Career X Roads. Um, you can uh, go to careercrossroads.com and uh, learn a little bit about what's out there. Uh, that's where I post some of my thoughts for sure. Um, so that's one way. If you know how to spell my name, which is G with a Jerry is with a G, Jerry Crispin, uh, you can uh, spell my name into Google and find me in a variety of different places. So my phone number, my email, and uh, everything else is out there. Feel free, obviously, to refer to this program, um, and I'll, I'll certainly connect to you on LinkedIn um, and, and uh, look forward to our paths crossing. Awesome, Jerry. I hope that we run into each other in person again one of these days. It's been a few years, but thanks for joining us on DriveThru today. And everyone, have a great, uh, great weekend coming up here after Friday. Thanks, Jerry. My pleasure. Thank you, Mike.